Hey, Charlie. Hey, Grace. Welcome to Twisted Chicks. Episode four. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Did you get good sleep? Yeah. Good sleep? Yep. Yeah. I slept decent, but I'm still tired. Yeah. I could go right back to sleep. Oh, I could go to sleep right now. Mm-hmm. With my blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your blanket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last night, you know, um, there was that whole freak out about we were under a severe tornado watch for like. There was a tornado. Was it really? Yes. Well, the tornado watch lasted like 30 minutes. Okay. But there was a tornado warning, meaning there was an actual tornado. And I would tell you where it was, but I can't tell you where it was on the podcast. Because then people would know where we live. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, like, I got home from work. And usually on my Wednesdays, because, you know, I don't got to get up too early on Thursdays. Usually as soon as I get home from work, I take a shower. And I get cozy. And I'm, like, done for the night. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You want me to eat? Serve it to me in bed. Because I'm not leaving the bed. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> Well, of course, I get home, and then my mom gets home, and we're talking, and mom's like, God, I'm hungry, I want dinner, I don't feel like cooking, I don't feel like cooking either, and so she's like, well, maybe we can bribe dad to bring us something. Well, then here comes dad flying down the driveway, and he gets in the house, and he's like, basement, now. (laughs) He's like, there's a tornado, watch, get downstairs. And so, we we did this last time. When when was the last, like, tornado warning? Last week. (laughs) Actually, like, three days ago. Oh no, we didn't do anything about that one. It doesn't work for that one. I had to get everyone situated. That's scary. That's like a fear. That's no fun. Um, but like this was months ago that dad made us all come down here and dad was upset about the TV down here because we don't have cable hooked up to it because nobody watches it. Like so he was trying to hook up this antenna last night. That was funny trying and he of course he couldn't get no channels and then we kept losing power on and off and so he was down here for probably a good like 10 10 minutes or so and he was like all right i gotta go make this run so he leaves and mom's like mom is sitting on the couch with a blanket my blanket because i made sure she did not touch yours (laughs) she was like you have a throw blanket and i was like don't touch that gray one that's not yours you can have the other one she was like okay and so she sits down with her ipad <laughs> in her trail mix <laughs> and so she sits and eats with the dog <laughs> and dad runs off and mom's like yeah i'm not staying down here <laughs> she goes back upstairs with the dog and then the tornado warning warning ends but of course every time there's like a severe storm or something you know we have people that are like eh, what storm and they drive and you know flip their car they wreck so dad was gone most of the night Mm -hmm. (laughs) dealing with that Mm -hmm. and i um you know a lot of people died in the last week with tornadoes where were these tornadoes out in the midwest like a lot of people have died in the past week good lord i saw some videos last night of um local probably a good 30 40 minutes away from us locally last night one person died confirmed from the tornado good lord wasn't it i mean 
I saw one thing where it was maybe like 10-15 minutes away from us. Yes. Yeah. It was close to where I was last night. Mm. It sounded just like my impression I did yesterday on FaceTime for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, what are we supposed to talk about today? Other than tornadoes, because I could talk about tornadoes all day. Um, well, did you have any updates or quick little story times? Um, I didn't have, I don't have any stories, I don't think. I have two show recommendations. Mm-hmm. Well, one's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? No, because I actually don't have Apple TV. What happened to your Apple TV? I don't know. Oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> both of these are only on Apple TV. I'll need to uh, figure that out. Well, if anyone listening has Apple TV, they can watch it. So I'll go ahead and recommend it. <laughs> Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. Documentary about her struggles. Mm-hmm. is really good. She also talks about Disney a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend yesterday... About how there's been several actors coming out about how Disney has treated them, like, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I can see that. Yeah. Um, I believe that Nickelodeon's the worst, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I won't after I watch. Well, I haven't done much research on it. She just, like, briefly mentions mm-hmm. it in her documentary. Just how it affects, like, her mental health um, growing up as a Disney kid. Yeah. But... It's a good um, eye-opening documentary. Does she talk about, like, her illness with lupus and everything? Yeah. Mm. See, I've seen, of course, like, little clips from, like, TikTok. Yeah. And stuff about it. It's pretty good. Which I, if I were her, I wouldn't be able to, like, even make that documentary and have it out there. Mm -mm. Because it's so raw. Yeah. Like, she has full-blown, like, breakdowns on camera, and it's out there. Yeah. Are you team Selena? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better be. What's one of your favorite song of hers? <laughs> it's really hard, because I feel like it changes, because sometimes I go back to my, like, good old 08 life when I got, like, her CD yeah. <laughs> for my 8th birthday. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get a CD. I got a, um, you know, like the first tiny iPods. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they were teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. And I, they would go through the washing machine all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I left them in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I had that. I had Selena on there. I had um, iCarly. Were you a Swifty? No. You were not? Mm-mm. You weren't into Taylor Swift? Nope. Wow. No. I'm kind of shocked. I know. I am kind of shocked about that. Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. Are yeah. you into that? Yeah. 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 I have a picture of me like going to my first day of school in elementary school. And I'm dressed head to toe in Hannah Montana. I didn't do Hannah Montana that much. What was your favorite childhood show? 
Hannah Montana or Wizards of Waverly Place? I watched a lot of Sweet Life on Deck. Is that what it's mm, called? Sweet Life of like Cody. Zach and Cody. Zach and Cody. Zach and Cody. Yep. I watched a lot of Zach and Cody. I watched Good Luck Charlie. Mm-hmm. That was my show. I watched a little bit of Wizards Waverly Place. What else do we have? Spongebob, of course. Spongebob. My mom hated Spongebob. Yeah, she didn't let did me too. watch it. <laughs> my mom would let me watch it, but she would just be like, ugh. Spongebob, yes. find something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, like, if I left my TV on and I fell asleep and I would wake up in the middle of the night, like, George Lopez would be on. Mm-hmm. I would watch that occasionally. There was another one that was like that. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, the Selena Gomez documentary, highly recommend it. Also, watching new show. The only reason I'm watching these shows on Apple TV is because I'm house-sitting a house, and she has Apple TV, but I don't have Apple TV at home, so I'm trying to get through like these shows that are only on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Shrinking. Okay. On Apple TV. Very good. <laughs> it's a new show, and it only has... I think 10 episodes of the first season. It's about this therapist that loses his wife. His wife dies. And so that he decides to, like, like he he falls off the face of the earth. And then he's, like, trying to work, raise his daughter on his own. And that's not going well. And then he's still seeing clients. But then he decides to take a very non-traditional approach to seeing clients oh gosh yeah it gets good oh i'm so gonna have to watch that (laughs) (laughs) is that a show we need to get pepper to watch i don't think she'd like it (laughs) (laughs) i mean she probably would but she'd be like no that can't happen gosh awful therapist yes (laughs) i and I mean, I think there's um, awful therapists that are like, mm, you should look into retirement. But oh, the, like they're burnout. They're just yeah. done. But then there's also just where that therapist just isn't for you. Um, yeah. Granted, they're not like an awful therapist, but um, you just don't. it's not what you're needing. Yeah. <laughs> what Which they, is fine. Yes. there's other people. That oh, yes. Yes. What they're giving out is not what you need. And so you need to move on. So, about these dreams you have written down, you want to talk about dreams today? Heck yeah. So, I have not had any crazy dreams. Mm -hmm. I know that that's like a daily for you. It is. (laughs) (laughs) And so, finally, I was like, you know what? I over here, I work for a sleep med doctor. I'm going to go talk to, I work for two different ones. The one I talked to is the one that was like, he's going to give me the most reliable information. Like, he he will sit down and talk for like five hours about this. And so I went in there and was like, I need you to tell me about dreams. Like, you need to talk about them. And I was like, what about like crazy dreams? Okay. And he was like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of patients that come in and experience really crazy dreams. And what most people don't realize is that the ones that you remember happen in your early hours of sleep as in early morning hours, not like when you first fall asleep, because Mm -hmm. you can go in and out of REM sleep Mm -hmm. and you usually remember your dreams when you're in REM sleep in early 
morning hours when you dream you're gonna wake up and you're gonna remember those um what if you like wake up every two hours anyways i will because i feel like i have multiple dreams throughout the night and i wake up and i can remember all of them then you're like strictly in rim sleep Probably because I only get a few hours at a time. And that's not good, yeah. Because when you first fall asleep, you're in REM sleep. um, And then you eventually drift off into your non-REM sleep, which is your quote-unquote deeper sleep. And during the early morning hours, you kind of start waking up a little bit more. You're a lighter sleeper. You're in REM sleep again. You might have some more crazy dreams. What do you consider crazy dreams? I will see... The doctor asked me this, too, because I was like, tell me about some crazy dreams. Like, why do we have crazy dreams? And he was like, okay, well, what's what's your definition? What's your crazy dreams? here?" (laughs) But he said that, like, I don't know, I guess if you're well for you, I would say your dreams are kind of crazy, reoccurring dreams. I just have very vivid dreams. Very vivid dreams. See, that's crazy to me. Just vivid dreams and see because i don't have all those see after watching that show shrinking Mm -hmm. i had a dream that i was in therapy but like in group like in a group session Mm -hmm. and there was a particular person in the session that i could not be in the session with Mm -hmm. and so i freaked out in the dream and then pepper wasn't there it wasn't pepper it was the guy from the mm. show that was the therapist that was like leading the group and I was like I gotta get out of here I need to get back to my pepper I can't handle all this group stuff and this this is wild and I woke up the idea of group therapy really freaks me out I think it could be very beneficial but I think it could be um it sounds very scary it does when it's like a very specific thing that you're trying to heal from then yeah I'm just like the whole idea scares me yeah But yeah, so the doctor did point out that if you are a person that doesn't tend to have dreams, you are known to be more of an angry person and short-tempered. And he was explaining this to me. Granted, he didn't go into depth because this doctor has ADHD and he started talking about one thing and then it's boom to the next. He literally said like, you tend to be a crazier person, angrier, short-tempered, all that stuff. Um... Which I was like, but I wonder mm. how that correlates. Is it? It's it can't be because it has to be. Hmm. If you can't control your anger, how does that correlate with you not having dreams? I have no idea. <laughs> I have to do some research. Oh no, we're gonna have to do some research because well, of course I was trying to like I said he bounces around with his little ADHD brain, which because he was like yeah you tend to be more of a crazy person when you don't have dreams. And then he went on to the next topic immediately and was like oh and if if you do have dreams you do this and that and I was like okay can we like go back? Circle back. I want to know because I don't have dreams that much. So am I like a short tempered <laughs> angry? So crazy. Yes, I was like I know I'm crazy, Doc, but. <laughs> You don't gotta tell me that because You're I don't have dreams. Person, I'm really not. I can get angry and I can be upset, but usually my anger very quickly turns into crying. <laughs> Speaking of which, I cried on the way here. You did. Because the DMV was mean. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I cried like two days ago. I'm very like tempted to put a whiteboard in my room and have like X days since I've last cried. Like, because <laughs> I, I think it'd be funny. It's like, Mine would always be zero. Because <laughs> I cry so much. <laughs> but see, I would make it like a day or two. <laughs> and then I have to erase it. <laughs> I don't think that would be very healthy. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. Um, <laughs> okay. Tell you about these dreams. The lights keep flickering. Yeah, it's just Johnny. Yeah. If you have a dream that stresses you, that like when you wake up and you're like, oh my god, that dream was stressful, or it kind of really bothers you, then that means you are stressed out. Well, that's a daily occurrence for me. I, which makes sense. <laughs> Let's see. If now he did say, because he has dreams, and he explained to me one of his dreams was that he was stuck working in a hospital. And he said, and when it relates to work, what it's telling you is that you have unfinished business at work. Like whether you left something and you didn't remember to complete a task, or you've changed jobs and it's like your dreams are putting you back into your old job, kind of in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he said his dreams are very hectic when he's at the hospital because he doesn't work in a hospital anymore. He doesn't make rounds or anything like that because he used to do critical care. And he's like, my dreams are always so hectic when I'm at work because it's like, boom, 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 patient coding. I need to get medicine. I need to sign this order. I need to do this and that and that. And he's like, it's hectic. I hate having dreams about work. I, that's awful. I would hate to dream about work. A lot of dreams can be about unresolved conflicts that are bothering you um whether it's like a fight with someone or don't even give me that look (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) don't even (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) i run from conflict (laughs) i'll dream about it later (laughs) that's how i live let's see oh and so i couldn't ask him much about reoccurring dreams because again, he ADHD, he yes, ADHD brain, which is fine. We love him. <laughs> He's a good doctor. <laughs> but um, he said that if you're constantly, he did bring up the fact that if you're constantly having this reoccurring dream, that it could very well be a intense fear that you are having, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> because my, re- my two reoccurring dreams that I have the most often are like big fears mm-hmm. and see most of the time if i dream i know i've said this before but it's because i ate late like i would eat and the then chocolate the darn chocolate always gets me but if i eat and then i turn around and like go to sleep i'll have dreams but it's about whatever happened that day like um whether i was watching a show or something before i went to sleep And then I'll be dreaming about the show or something. Like, I don't have very detailed dreams that I'm like, ooh, what does this mean? I dream pretty much every night. That's crazy. (laughs) I like it, though, because it's like, well, unless they're distressing. If they're not distressing, like, the one I had um, about being in therapy was fine like it wasn't distressing i was like i'm getting the fuck out of here though (laughs) (laughs) screw this yeah but anyway we had um something else on our list do you want to move right along three 
I just there's three there's now three confirmed tornadoes in our area from last night. Three. Three. Three whole nighters. Nighters. That were coming for us. I saw where it said the average number of deaths per year by tornadoes is seventy. And we're at sixty eight. Wow. And it's April. It's April. Mm-hmm. The we're first week just of April. Into tornado season. What the heck? So you shared this article with me or something. I haven't really read it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Oh goodness. But it's something you wanted to review. Um. Well, there's the review one, and there's also um. People kind of like Am I the Asshole subreddit. Never heard of this. You've never heard of the Am I the Asshole? No. So a lot of people do episodes on this, or um, a lot of people will ask. I are you big on Reddit? Like, do you? No. I I couldn't even tell you really what it is, mm-hmm. if we're gonna be honest. But a lot of people will go on there and ask questions like, Am I the asshole? And then they like explain their story. Um, and I thought it would be funny to go through and read some of these. And kind of discuss what we thought about it. <laughs> okay. This is on BuzzFeed, though. Yeah. Okay. Yes, this is a link through BuzzFeed, which we can link in the show notes. Okay, that's fine. Do you want me to read the first story? Go for it. I haven't read any of these. Have you read them? No. I glanced at the first one. Okay. So, the 31-year-old who tried to hit a group of teenage, what? Girls. And when they told him to leave them alone, argued with them about it. Okay, so here's the actual story. While we were there, there was a girl who was celebrating her 19th birthday. They sang happy birthday and they were allowed an outside cake with 19 on it. Where are they? I'm confused. We're missing the first part of the story. I guess so. (laughs) The birthday girl was pretty, so I wanted to go chat her up. Ew. (laughs) friends were super cute too my buddy told me to leave them alone and that they looked like babies quote unquote he didn't want to go over at first but since the breakup every other woman but my ex has been invisible so he went to wingman with me hold on these girls are 19 and these guys are talking about their exes so they have to be way older they don't have to be but they're older than 19 yeah most likely we walked over and wished her a happy birthday i thought things were going well and the women were laughing then all of a sudden one of the girls snaps at me take a fucking hint r kelly (laughs) (laughs) i was taken back just said excuse me she said to read the room and that they were uncomfortable another asked us to go away i was going to go but i was really bothered by the r kelly comment I said, it's fucked up to call me a predator when we're all adults here. My buddy wanted to leave, but I stood my ground. I was pissed off. When I left, their entire table was singing Remix to Ignition and laughing their asses off. I was furious and humiliated. Yeah. You don't hit on 19-year-old girls at their birthday party. I... I feel like it is hard to comment on it if you don't know the full story. But it's like, if you go... If this guy is coming up to the group of girls and they are immediately like, mm, 
If they're uncomfortable, they're uncomfortable. Leave them alone. Yeah, just take the hint and walk off. But 90% of men never take the hint and walk off. Some men, too, don't realize that they're making anyone uncomfortable. Obviously, it took courage for a 19-year-old girl to say, hey, you're making me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so she got to a point where she was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. For her to say. For her to speak up. We're uncomfortable. Hey, I mean, if I was with them, I think the whole singing remix to Ignition was a good touch. (laughs) Do you want me to read the second story? That's completely up to you. My phone is frozen right now, so you might have to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The person who questioned the paternity of a friend's triplets, because one triplet was slightly darker than the other's. (laughs) When the friend got mad, the asshole then told the father to get a paternity test. I pulled her aside privately and asked her seriously if her husband was the father. Hold on, are we strangers here? You're just going to walk up to someone with triplets and be like, hey, that's not the father? Is that what happened? I have no idea. She just, she didn't even listen or answer rationally. She just freaked out at me and acted super insulted and kicked me out. I reached out to her husband and told him about her reaction and told him he should get a paternity test. And he called me an asshole and blocked me. Neither has spoken to me since. What the heck? Why would you get in someone else's business? Oh my gosh. Maybe he's the father. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, one of those responses says, dude, genetics, one of his parents likely has a darker skin tone, and that came through in the grandchild. Not uncommon. Super normal. You're a flaming asshole for this. Yeah. Mind your own business. <laughs> I, there is a really, a, um, right and calm way to ask someone, like, mm, is this really my kid? So, I worked on a mother-baby unit. Oh, yeah. So, I do have some good stories. No, my gosh. <laughs> no. Yeah, it gets awkward. I, that, mm. Okay, story number three. Is your phone? Yes. Okay, you read story number three. It's really long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, the person who fired someone because his performance had decreased after both his parents died. I'm the VP of sales at a software company, and one of our sales development reps' parents passed away at the beginning of April. Sadly, they were involved in a car crash and both lost their lives. Now the employee in question is very young, 22-year-old guy, and has been with us for about 10 months now. He's a great employee, and we were thinking about promotions in the next six months for him. His job is a high-paying one for a new grad, about 90k with commission and base so we expect a lot from this position because of the accident we told him take a one month paid leave of absence from work and he's returned a few weeks ago and his performance is severely lacking he's super unmotivated not cold calling outreaching to prospects for the last two to three weeks even since he's come back Our whole management team has noticed this and we decided to let him go because we felt like he needed months and months to be able to produce again and we can't wait that long. We called him into a meeting on Friday afternoon and gave him the bad news. He was very calm and rude about it. 
told us to go fuck ourselves and got up and went to his desk, grabbed his few things and left. I thought this was very unprofessional and extremely rude. The kid's trying to grieve his parents dying. Yeah, he lost both of them at once. Very suddenly, unexpected. And we gave him a month off, but did we give him resources? Mm, Probably not. We tend to lack that. Yeah. So... Then we fired him, so now he has he, he lost his parents and mm-hmm. he lost his job. So where's oh, he yeah. gonna go now? Oh yeah, and he had a high paying job, so he's probably not going to be able to afford. I get that his performance was lacking, but I just have more questions for the company. What kind of resources did you provide? Mm-hmm. You know, did we talk to him about his performance beforehand? Beforehand. Mm-hmm. Now for him to get up and say "go fuck yourself," I mean. He's just speaking his mind, right? Yeah, I mean, I would have done the same thing. Granted, it is unprofessional, but... You were getting fired anyways. Oh, yeah, screw it! After they said you're fired, you can say whatever you want. I mean, go ahead and burn that bridge, dude. You're not gonna come back Because it's burned. <laughs> it's already on fire. Gosh. You're right. This, the fourth story... Oh, gosh. Number four. You want me to read it? I can read it. Oh, yeah. I better not read it. The person who told his girlfriend that her small boobs were the reason he preferred her not to face him during sex. Leaving. I don't even like it. I don't even like the title of it. Don't. mm. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Just curious. I told her I had to be honest and said that I'm not attracted to her chest size and that I actually preferred bigger boobs. It's not a turnoff. Having a smaller size, but not a turn on. If I'm being honest, that's why I usually prefer she faces away from me during intercourse. She was quiet for a while, and then she said she was going to go home since she had to work in the morning. Um, just leaving. Yeah. Go home. Gather any of his shit you have. Put it in a box. Tape it. Put it on your front porch. Block his number. Text him, say, come pick up your shit. It's on the front porch. And then block his number. Okay, but how... <laughs> I don't know. There's there's probably a lot of layers here. How long have they been together? Are there a lot of, like, strings? I feel like that doesn't matter. But she can't just pack up his shit and drop it off if there's a lot of strings. They gotta, like, sit down and talk and figure shit out. Yeah, you're right. Tried that. What? (laughs) Tried just packing up his shit. (laughs) What happened, Charlie? The strings, the strings pulled me back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh my oh gosh. Lord. Okay. Yeah, no, that... I mean, he was trying to be honest. He was trying to be open. Mm-hmm. But... No. No. If he's gonna love you, he's gonna love you for the way you are. Mm-hmm. I'm over that one. Yep, over it. Story number five. The person who went out with a girl twice and then ghosted her as revenge for her saying no to a date a year before. Now we're being petty. Yeah, I was about to say, this is some petty bullshit. Anyway, me and a few friends I've made since last year went out to a gathering. I'm still fairly new in their circle and surprise. Clara was there. I think she recognized me, but I wasn't sure. Me and her hit it off, and at the end of the night, we had a date planned. The date went pretty well, and we went out 
on our second one last Friday. After this, I went home and thought about where to go next and realized I couldn't really forgive her. So she hit me up asking if we were going out again and I sort of made a joke of it, blew it off, and put her on mute. I haven't responded since then. And our mutual friends say she's been pretty upset since she got attached to people quickly. Since she gets attached to people quickly. But the revenge I got was so sweet. Okay, where she was at in her life a year ago... It's probably completely different. Than where she's at now. She's ready to... It sounds like, anyway. Mm -hmm. She's ready to date Mm -hmm. now. Ready to go out with you. And you're just going to quote-unquote quote, get revenge from a what happened a year ago? Yeah, like she had some obligation to you to go on a date in the first place a year ago? Right. No, you, you don't own her, bro. That's not how that works. I mean, for starters, instead of just ghosting her after, like, letting her get kind of attached and get into this new, like, rhythm of going out on dates with you, um, maybe be an adult and sit down and talk to her about it. And she will probably happily explain why she didn't go on a date with you one year ago. Right. If she even remembers. (laughs) Yeah. She probably just had something going on that night. Who knows? No kidding. Yeah, that's not revenge. You're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are an asshole. (laughs) Okay. Number six. You want to read it? Yeah. The person who demanded his gymnast girlfriend stop acting sexy during her routine and then negatively compared her to a stripper. What? After the meet, I told her I didn't think she should do that sort of stuff. She told me that it was normal for gymnasts and that her routine had been worked out for years with coaches and choreographers. I told her it was normal for strippers who dance for dollar bills. She told me I didn't get it. I told her that I didn't understand what was to get. I was her boyfriend and it was my job to look out for her. She told me, you are literally an asshole and way overstepping your bounds. I told her that I didn't want to fight and she said it was too late. So instead of her going on a romantic date I had planned, she decided to hang out with her teammates. I am so upset because I was counting on seeing her tonight. I mean, for starters, why do we always sexualize females no matter what they're doing? I don't know. Like, she is a gymnast. She's doing her routine. And the fact that you are like, mm, look like a stripper. Right. Why are you going to sexualize that, for starters? And then, you're an asshole. 100%. (laughs) Um, But that's so ridiculous. Um... Because if you were a gymnast and you were out there doing that and your girlfriend was like, "Mm, you look like a male stripper. I don't want you doing that anymore. What are you going to say? You're probably going to have the same reaction that she had. Yep. Can we move on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The person who thinks cleaning his house counts as a birthday present to his wife. Oh, hell. Oh, my. I'm already pissed. I'm done with this. First off, I don't do gender roles. Mm-mm. At all. Mm-mm. Grew up with that to an extreme. Mm-hmm. And I 
right now I want to punch the wall. <laughs> punch it. <laughs> Last night I punched my pillow. I was so mad. That was For no probably reason. Actually, that was safer. Like, that was at 3 a.m. <laughs> After or before you ate Thai food? <laughs> that was before I fixed me some Thai food. Okay. Okay. Gosh. My wife and I are tight on money right now and thus we didn't have anything in the budget for my wife's birthday gift instead i sent her to her friend's house for a few hours and my kids and i did all the household chores when she got home we showed the clean house off to her and told her it was her birthday gift she said thank you but i could tell she was upset i pressed her a bit and accused i pressed her a bit and accused me of seeing her as a maid because i think she should be grateful for something she thinks the kids and I should be doing regularly. I tried to explain that we were trying to be nice and make things easier for her and she just kept saying this is exactly the problem until she told me to just stop talking at all. Am I the asshole? I I could see both sides of this. I 100% can as well so if you break it down and kind of look at it in the man's point of view. Um, he was genuinely he was to be yes nice. he was seriously just trying to do something good for his wife um especially being on a budget and not wanting to like spend a whole bunch of money on a gift which is understandable but what are the underlying factors here because she said this is exactly the problem mm-hmm. so what are the underlying problems um probably because he, he thinks he's helps. the man of the household and he doesn't do chores he doesn't do laundry um he probably views taking care of the kids as babysitting i have a story let's hear it I was at work this past weekend, and the one of the guys from the kitchen was setting the tables, and he was just, like, doing it awfully. Like, the tables were inside out. The tablecloths were inside out. He was just throwing stuff together, like, half-assed cleaning stuff, and I was getting a report, and I told the nurse going off, like, I was like, look, what is he doing? And she said, quote-unquote, He's a guy. What do you expect? And I said, that has nothing to do with what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Just because he's a guy. And this is what I said to her. Just because he's a guy doesn't mean that he can't clean and set the tables Mm -hmm. like any female can. Yes. And she just laughed at me like, oh, like you're, you're cute. Uh You're innocent. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Mm -hmm. Men can do all the same shit that women can do. And vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah, that that has always pissed me off. Like I, um, it it's hard. It's a, like kind of like a touchy subject. I feel like because there's a lot of lines. I guess because it's like, um, in my household, that's fine. Um, as I'm growing up, I'm like, this is not fine. Because if you want your dishes done, then clean them. I don't care if you have a penis or not just clean them like if you see that your laundry needs to be done throw it in the washer don't care if you have a penis or not throw it in the washer and wash your clothes and um i mean there's been many times where my dad has been like can you throw my lot like my laundry in the washer and stuff i'm like you you have two feet you have two legs and they work and he's like you're so mean and jokingly he's not like bashing me he's like oh you're so mean to me and i'm like you haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I'm like, father, no, we haven't seen shit yet because I can be an asshole. That is something that always gets under my skin. And that is something that I have had 
very detailed conversations with past boyfriends about Mm -hmm. because I'm like I do not put up with that if you come into my house or my room and you make a mess you better clean it up because I'm not your maid I'm not going to clean up after you and if you don't know how to do something ask right don't just demand me to do it because I will happily show you how something is done sometimes I feel like he does more but I think it's just me being like growing up in a house that's so like Mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. that I feel almost bad that he's doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, he's going to ask me, or he's going to like demand me to do something. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. I, I hate being in the position of feeling like, well, if I don't do it, then it's not going to get done. Mm-hmm. I hate being in that position um, because it's like, I want this done um, whether it be just basic chores, dishes, cleaning, laundry. And I hate being in that position because I'm like, well, I it's not going to get done. Well, see, I um, think I feel that way a lot, too, that he's doing more. is because I'm fine with a few dishes sitting in the sink. Mm. Does not bother me. He cannot handle that. Yeah. He has to have the sink clean. And he has to... He doesn't care about the laundry. Like, the laundry can be overflowing. He don't care about that, but he does not want the dishes. He does not want Mm -hmm. that stuff sitting out. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just, like, stuff laying Mm -hmm. around. He wants everything to be in its own spot. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I... And And that... care less. Yeah. See, that's hard for me because then it turns to, like, being, okay, look, you know, you move something, just put it back in its place or just try to clean up after yourself and whatnot then it changes into i'm controlling in my brain i feel like it turns into that because i'm like okay well i don't understand i'm doing dishes every single day because i don't want them left in the sink but no one else is freaking doing them and so it gets like hard yeah um so that is hard but then again i feel like it does come down to um communication but when he said that he needed a chaser, I was like, I swear to God, if she needs a chaser, it better be for some vodka. It was a goddamn seltzer. It's so disgusting. They are gross. I'm no way going to bash you about that because they are disgusting. But he needed a chaser for it. So I'm really not a big drinker. Um, I always make the joke that I'm like, oh, I need a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, it's the aesthetic. It's not the drinking part of it that I enjoy. Um, but there has been one or two nights that I have. Um, what did you do, Charlie? Done some damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say a group of girls in the hot tub drinking. Um, pretty much drunk at this point. Getting out, playing drunk Uno. Best night of my life, okay? <laughs> Best night of my life was, I was like, probably a good seven Seagram's in, about a margarita, and then, like, a big old fancy cocktail mix that I couldn't even tell you what was in it because I couldn't taste it <laughs> after being that deep into some alcohol. Um, But that was good. It was a good night. Drunk Uno for the win. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let me tell you about a, a resident. <laughs> oh God. 
So, I have a resident that I take care of that she has a glass of wine every night. Mm-hmm. Always does. Which is fine. But when she has periods of confusion, too. Which just is so sad, but it was so funny at the same time mm-hmm. last week. So, her husband has died. He's mm-hmm. passed away. And she had forgotten that this particular night. Mm-hmm. And so she was wandering, trying to find him. Well, we have a lockdown unit, and she was trying to get to the lockdown unit, and, like, it was, it was locked, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so she's freaking out, and she's slamming on the doors, like, let me in here. He's down there. He, she was, like, hallucinating that he was down there looking mm-hmm. through the window. And so I was trying to redirect her. I was like, hey, I really need help rearranging my furniture. Like, I need trying everything everything which she fell for it and she helped me rearrange the furniture but then she went back to trying to find it mm-hmm. and so finally it was like midnight 1am and I'm still like walking with her trying to redirect her trying to find everything I was like do you want to play cards and she's like no I gotta find him whatever and I was like what do you drink do you want to drink and she's like I only drink wine, and I already had my glass of wine. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't actually going to give her alcohol for the podcast. I would, she, <laughs> it was just trying to redirect her. Mm-hmm. Um, she finally hits the door one last time, and she goes, that's it. I'm divorcing his ass. <gasps> <laughs> I love this woman. <laughs> I love too. And I'm like, alrighty then. We can do that. I, I can do that. I'll get a square away. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever it takes. Come on. I'll show you. We got to go to the desk. We got to, you know, sign some paper. We got it under control. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right. She goes to the desk with me. She sits down. I type up some little divorce paper. Print it out. She signs it. I said, it's finalized. It's done, honey. I'll get his signature in the morning. And she goes... All right, I'm going to bed. I said, amen. It worked. That was what it took. (laughs) She divorced his ass right then and there. 1 a.m. with me. I freaking love it. (laughs) And your commitment (laughs) to that. Oh, yeah. Whatever it takes. Oh, my gosh. To go to bed. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) The poor aide was with me. She's not very experienced with, like, dementia. Mm. And so she was, like, amazed. She was like, how did you just, like, you just... And then I was like, yeah, it's fine. You just got to find every loophole to redirect. Mm-hmm. You really do. Yeah. It's skills mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's freaking hilarious. You just got to be in their world. Mm-hmm. You got to meet them where they're at. I mean, she was going to the lake mm-hmm. to get on their pontoon. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it was Friday night. That's what they did. Oh, gosh. So she packed her shit up and she was going to the lake. And when he didn't pick her up. All hell broke loose. Mm. So we divorced him. Right then and there. We were done, honey. Done. Gosh. Anyway, do we want to go to the next story? We got distracted. We did get distracted. All right. Story number eight. The dad who told his daughters he'd spend their birthday with them, but then decided he was too tired after celebrating his son's birthday. My son and daughter have birthdays that happened to be two days apart. The plan was to celebrate my son's birthday and then spend the weekend with my daughters. It was exciting for all of us because I haven't seen them since last summer. The weekend comes around, but I realized I couldn't make it 
we had just thrown a big party for my son and I was extremely exhausted. My wife said it was an asshole move. My ex-wife is mad and I told... And Do you know where I'm at? <laughs> because I lost the paragraph. My wife said it was an asshole move. My ex-wife is mad and told me the girls are upset and disappointed. I'm the only one who thinks it was a valid excuse. I Well, you're right. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If you can make your son's birthday party, you can make your daughter's, too. I don't care how tired you are. Yeah. And what what did you do at your son's birthday party that make you that makes you so tired two days later? Yeah, are you just a lazy-ass parent? Sounds like it. Okay, well... <laughs> that's a little harsh, Charlie. <laughs> he was a dick. I, you would think, okay, so what, it said that he hasn't seen him since, like, what, last summer? Well, both of his wives are mad. His ex-wife and his current wife are both mad at the situation. So maybe the girls, I don't know if the girls, the son, how they're split up there. But both of the moms are mad. And it sounds like one of the moms, it's not even her kids and she's standing up for them, so. As she should. Yeah. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. Get your life together. Moving on from you, because we have nothing else to say to you other than you're an asshole. Okay. Ooh, okay, this one's about a cat. Oh, hell, I hate cats. <laughs> you can read it. <laughs> the person who demanded his girlfriend get rid of her cat that she had before they started dating. Oh, I agree. Because he wants to live with her, but he hates cats. He He's right. <laughs> you're so mean. <laughs> okay, he's reading. All of this wouldn't be a problem, but... As I said, we are approaching one year and I have been thinking about our future together. I can see myself marrying this girl and I want her to move in with me, but I do not want to have a cat. I don't even know if my dog will get along with it and I know I won't get along with it. I've tried to talk to my girlfriend about the issue and she just turned stone fucking cold. Hey, maybe cat can live with your parents when we move in together. They are in the same city as us. No, we're a package deal, she says. I tried very calmly and rationally explaining to her the issue, and she outright said that I need to figure out what's more important to me because either they both move in with me or we break up and stop wasting each other's time. Just full ultimatum and holding the relationship hostage. So, Grace, what's your opinion? Okay. I mean, it's her cat. She wants to move with her pet. Mm-hmm. in with her significant other and dude cats don't live that long i mean how old's this cat think about how <laughs> it'll die eventually <laughs> it's so messed up <laughs> um the only thing that i feel like i would have to say is that you have a dog and that's your pet mm-hmm. so again she could say i hate dogs and yes then what are you gonna say about that um so, I don't know. I feel like you guys could talk about it more in depth and kind of figure something else out. Yeah. I mean, the cat and the dog living together, that would be a concern. I mean, maybe the dog would just eat the cat and everything would be resolved. I, you are fucking dark. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't um, know, dude. You're just going to have, if you, if you love her, you want to move in with her, you're going to have to get over the cat. Or 
y'all are gonna have to work something out mm-hmm. you can't just tell her that you're not gonna move in with her because she has a cat and then i mean she's willing to break up with you over the cat so so obviously even to the stage of moving in together yeah so <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take a step back maybe figure that out okay my wife who would only agree to have a baby if her husband agreed to do all of the child care whoa whoa okay but our marriage counselor is in recent months has been pushing us to find a resolution because things can't go on without getting worse my husband sat me down a few weeks ago to talk about trial separation he feels that if he misses his chance for children he'll only resent me years later and he'd rather separate now than cause more pain for us I'm heartbroken to say the least. Recently, I saw a friend and she suggested something I'm afraid to bring up to my therapist or our counselor because I think they'll call it crazy. First off, honey, your therapist isn't going to call you crazy. Mm-hmm. She says, I should just tell my husband I'd be willing to have a baby if he promises to take over all the child care from infancy to, t- to teenager. Wow. This way, we can stay together. He gets his child and still, and I still get to live my life as I've always dreamed. Okay. Okay, so. Let's, let's <laughs> tackle this. So your husband wants a kid. But what I'm getting at is you don't. You don't want a kid. And so our relationship is suffering because of this is mm-hmm. what I'm gathering. So your, your husband feels like he's on a timeline. And he has limited time to have, like, you guys have limited time to have a child mm-hmm. at this point. You still don't want a kid. So you're going to throw out an ultimatum of, I'll, I'll carry this child and I'll have this child, but I'm not taking care of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to have to take care of it. And then when you have mm-hmm. to take care of it, that's going to cause more conflict mm-hmm. moving down the road. So, um, well... Not wanting to have a kid kind of um, trumps having a kid, I feel like, because if one person in this relationship doesn't want to have a kid and the other person does, that's like two huge different things right. that need to be discussed. Right. Um, and so this woman is like, okay, I'll carry this kid for nine months, pop this kid out, but all of it's on you and I want nothing to do with it. And y'all are going to be married? They already are married. Yeah. So maybe they didn't discuss this beforehand or someone changed their mind. No kidding. Yeah, that's, um... I, like, I know this one girl. She was in a relationship for years with this guy. She didn't want kids. She was like, nope. Don't want kids. Don't want anything to do with them. He wanted kids. They ended up breaking up. They were together for years. And it, this was just something that they just couldn't tackle. Um, a good, maybe almost a year down the road, they Mm -hmm. ended up getting back together because he was like, I love you and it's okay if you don't want to have kids. Um, then like two years down the road, she had a kid. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, there was something else I was going to say about this one. I feel like, I I feel like there's, um, a lot of tension between them. I just read a lot of tension between them that might be underlying other than the child. Mm-hmm. maybe needs to re- be resolved before we can tackle a child perhaps i don't know okay number 11 
The person who wanted to keep the tuition check his boyfriend gave him for his birthday, even though he was already planning to break up with him. My birthday was last Friday and I decided to wait until after my birthday to break up with him. This wasn't because I was expecting a generous gift, but because two of our friends were coming to town from overseas for my birthday party and I didn't want to ruin their visit for them or for my boyfriend. At my party, my boyfriend presented me with a $1,500 check to pay off my tuition balance for my final semester of school which may not sound like a lot for some, to some people, but it would have taken me almost a year to save up this much and would delay getting my diploma by a year. I am really grateful for the gift. But I broke up with him that Saturday once our friends left because he again stated a conversation about our future kids and I couldn't hold it in. He was devastated and I feel terrible, but it was the right decision. Hold on, our future kids, where'd that come from? Yeah, that just kind of came out the ass right there. So, I'm confused why she brought... She didn't want to be with him because he was talking about their future kids. Is that what I'm reading? Like, I don't understand. Um, it sounds like... I'm getting the impression that they've had many issues or, um, you know, one partner thinks that expects this for the future and the other one is not expecting that for the future. Or maybe she's just, like, casually and he's like, okay, like, I want to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... So she took the check and ran. Pretty much. If you knew you were going to break up with mm-hmm. him, though, I would have gave the check back. Yeah. But then that would have put you in a pickle about graduating or getting your diploma, whatever it was. Yeah, well, you'll just figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> just give the money I back. Mean, give the money back. Use it for school. <laughs> and then once you get a job, just... Just give it back to him. Yeah. You can use it right then and there. Just send him a check back. Uh-huh. And then write him a check down the road. And He definitely thinks you're an asshole, though. Oh, yes, for <laughs> sure. And I bet he told his mom. <laughs> uh, I don't know, girl. You, you're kind of in the wrong. You're kind of in the wrong. You kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> we can't defend you on that one. Sorry, girl. The person who told a female friend that she shouldn't put her tits on a platter. What? What? And then was shocked when everyone got mad at him. What? (laughs) I sent a group text out that maybe we needed to have a chat about what is and isn't appropriate for our group and said, having your tits on a platter just isn't cool. Quote unquote. Apparently, this offended most everyone because they ditched me and I had to walk to the show by myself. At the end of the night, I caught up with them and they said I needed to steer clear of them for the whole weekend. We also had a minor argument on the drive up over gas money. And they would make sure I got back to the town, but they didn't want anything to do with me. So this really sucks. I do have a friend that is driving down from Vegas, so I won't be totally alone and I'm thinking about driving back with him and just flying home on monday okay all right so you wanted to set a dress code for your friends and your friends wanted to wear whatever they wanted to wear pretty much and you told them having your tits on a platter just isn't cool why are you telling them what to wear what they can and cannot wear yeah this is another situation i just mind your own business it really is are you embarrassed to be 
associated with them, to be seen with them. If they're dressing a certain way, if so, why are they your friends? (laughs) (laughs) Heart to heart. Uh, Yeah, well, don't tell people what to wear, I guess. I mean, hopefully you learned your lesson. And you'll find your way home. I mean, whether you fly, whether you drive with a friend, I mean, that that's, we're not worried about that. Yeah. You got in a mi- minor argument over the gas money. I'd like to know more about that. That so might have caused the tension. The tension to start. Mm-hmm. And, um, so are you like a toxic guy? <laughs> yeah, just, just mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. But... I wonder what his intentions were with that. Was he embarrassed to be with them or was he like trying to protect them in a way? Like, yeah, I mean, then again, like, well, it said it was a music festival, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I was like, well, if it was like a concert or something and it was like Mozart, <laughs> that'd be a little weird to have your tits out, I guess. Yeah. But um, whatever floats your boat. You want to read 13? Sure. The person who told his girlfriend that she was in the top three of best girlfriends with the potential to possibly move up. What? Mm, This is not going to go well. Last night we were cuddling in bed after having a really great day together and she asked me if she was the best girlfriend ever. I hesitated and said, you're definitely up there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course she asked what I meant and I explained that she was definitely in the top three of my favorite girlfriends with room to move to the top. Needless to say, a fight broke out and she told me told all her friends and they think I'm a giant asshole and you now are. she wants to hang out with her girlfriends this weekend and have some space to think about things. <laughs> props to her for asking for some space. Yeah, you major props. Um Oh my god. Why are you dating multiple women at once? Unless that's your thing, but why doesn't she know about it? If that's your thing, then the other girls you're dating need to know about the other girls you're dating. No, 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 no. So, this is out of every girl he's ever dated. Oh! Yeah. He's not dating three three at the same time. It's just saying maybe he's had like five, (laughs) ten relationships with a girl. She's in the top three of those. I got you. Yeah, so... Bro, no, <laughs> don't. I thought that he was dating three. At once. No, no, he's not dating three at once. So I guess that makes it a little better. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so messed so he's up. Ranking them out of all the girlfriends he's ever had. So if if she's not the top, like on the top, if she's not the number one, then why aren't you still with the number one? Yeah. So what happened there? asshole and why do you rank your girlfriends <laughs> he probably has a notebook and moves them around stop because you know we went to high school with guys like that yeah yeah it's disgusting dad who refused <laughs> to take on more responsibility with his daughter because there are fundamental differences between moms and dads Not this shit again. Oh, no. There are fundamental differences. Obviously, you can't breastfeed the child. But, come on. Just come on. Alright, let's read it. I don't want to, though. Alright, my girlfriend and I have a daughter who is the absolute light of my life. My girlfriend has always been more 
of a hands-on parent, but I am actively involved in our daughter's life and do things with her every day. However, my girlfriend often nags me about doing more for our daughter and yells at me for not anticipating what our daughter needs all the time. I pointed out to her that motherhood and fatherhood are fun- fundamentally different from a biological perspective. From the beginning, she needed to have more hands-on time with our daughter because of postpartum depression and breastfeeding and such. And these types of things carry on throughout childhood as our daughter is naturally more used to physical contact and comfort from her mother than from me. My girlfriend did not like this at all and blew up at me and accused me of being sexist. I am not sexist. I just think there is a fundamental difference between a mother and her child and a father and his child. And some things that come naturally to her don't come naturally to me. Am I the asshole? Ooh. That's a tough one. He really words it well. He really does. Because... Um... Honestly... Did this argument... I don't know if it was an argument per se. Comment, whatever, come in a time of stress. Is this like a little kid? This is a young kid, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. So... And I don't know, there wasn't any other kids talked about. Is this the first kid in a stressful time? The comment came off and Mm -hmm. it was nothing more than that. I mean, but a father can be just as hands-on as a mom. Um, A father can assist with the child, play with the child, clean up after the child. Which he says he does, but she wants him to do more she wants him to anticipate her needs all the time which i feel like he does have a point in that mothers can anticipate a child's need Mm -hmm. they have that motherly instinct more than a father can Mm -hmm. and it sounds like she's wanting him to have that instinct that he doesn't have Mm -hmm. Uh. i think when you have a first kid it it's a lot I feel like it, it was the heat of the moment, the stress of the moment. I don't think that she is... I don't think that... Yeah, the guy is, himself, he sounds like a pretty decent, respectful dude. He does. Um, Because he could have very easily been like, well, why is it my job to clean and do this stuff? Yeah, yeah. and he wasn't. Um, he says he's trying. He's actively involved in, in our daughter's life and doing things with her every day. It sounds like he's trying to communicate with her and he's getting nowhere. Yeah. Well, if this is like a new baby, there might still be some postpartum still going on. Postpartum depression? Uh Uh-huh. Perhaps. Absolutely. We don't know where she is. We don't know her side of the story either. No. I don't know. Um, do we want to be done with these stories? Oh, there's only one left. There's one more. Okay, go ahead. All right. Number 15. And lastly, the person who refused to take his girlfriend out for dinner because he wanted her to cook for him every night instead, even when she told him she wanted a break. It's gotten to the point where I don't see any point in going out to eat pretty much ever, except maybe her birthday. Even the most exotic ingredients aren't out of her reach either. 
and even though it's not about cost, I've saved up more being with her than I ever had any other relationship. The only places we really go for date night is ramen. She what? Is that right? Ramen? I think he's talking about like having ramen noodles. The only places we go for date night is ramen? She can't figure out how to make the noodles, but she still <gasps> tries, so it's just a matter of time. And sushi? What? Hold on. I don't understand. I just don't think it's worth it to go out and pay restaurant food prices when we can stay home home for home food prices and have food that that's just as excellent oh, okay hold on he later updated his post to reveal that he took her out to out for dinner once and proposed which she turned down because there was too much of an imbalance in the relationship in a second update he revealed that they were splitting up because he still wasn't taking her out to dinner and in fact had just begun complaining that she made casserole too often. Probably because he wouldn't let her spend enough money at the grocery to buy food. Oh my god! It sounds like very much a money issue more than anything. Mm-hmm. He does not want to spend money to take her out to dinner. He doesn't want to spend money to go out himself. He mm-hmm. doesn't care. That's not important to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't care. I can live off ramen because I'm cheap. That's fine. Then she- your ass can cook it. <laughs> but she values that time of going out. I Why can't you like meet in the middle and have a date night of dinner every week? And if you want her to cook every day, there's your problem right there. Get off your ass and cook. She can't even make noodles, he says. Oh my god. Well, teach her. Teach her. Or just do it your damn self. Oh my gosh. And she rejected his marriage proposal when he took her out once. Because that was the first time you took her out, dude. Yeah. I would and do. then that was going to be it. Like, you were never <laughs> going to do it again. And where was it? Freaking McDonald's? Probably. Speaking of McDonald's, some fries sound really good. Go get you some. I don't feel like leaving. I know. Those stories were good. Do we have any housekeeping items? Do we have anything to share? Because, I mean, our our time is up. Um, no. I mean, I don't have anything else. Alright, guys, well, there's not an episode three. <laughs> we're just pretending there is. There is. If you're one of the seven people that got to listen to it, mm-hmm. you got exclusive access, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. It's fine. So, this is episode four. Reviews, comments. Mm-hmm. If you want. You don't have to. Yeah, I don't really care what you do. You can do whatever you want. I mean, you can at least say hi, though. The 13 followers. Yeah. Who are you, honestly? Because I only know of two people that listen. I know, like, maybe three. So we know five? Yeah. And ourselves. And so our- that's seven. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay. <laughs> but who are the rest of the people? Uh, who knows? They can, they can comment and tell us. Yeah, let us know. 
Let's know if you know us. That's what I want to know. No, I no, because that's going to freak you out. And I'll take down episode four. <laughs> you will. But join us next week for episode five. We are... I have no idea what we're talking about next week. We'll figure it out. I really didn't know what we were talking about today until I looked at my notes this morning. Mm-hmm. At 3 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. Thai food. Mm-hmm. After you punched the pillow? Just felt like punching something. I and were you next to Carter? He was asleep. And you just punched a pillow? I just yeah. Did that wake him up? No. He sleeps hard. Mm. Does he snore? No, but he sleeps with his mouth open. Ugh. Hate a mouth breather. Maybe he needs to see your sleep doctor. That's probably fine. I'll make him an appointment. <laughs> hey gosh. Yeah, well that's a wrap. Join us next week. Yep, see you next week. Be nice humans. Yeah, I'll be decent. <laughs> You'll be decent? Yeah. Alright, bye guys. Bye!